0: This afternoon's Dharma talk is titled "Don't Improve."
1: Any questions?
0: So, of course, there's going to be improvements. There's going to be uh, the, other, the other kind of improvement. It goes the other way. It's gonna. You're gonna. It's gonna come. It's gonna go. Uh, there's all kinds of things. And so, what I, what that, that title is about is to help bring one's awareness towards. Uh, what happens when you focus on improvement. Now, this is much different than coaching, uh, any kind of mundane practice of getting better, learning how to throw a football, learning how to catch a football, learning learning how to do something that is in the mundane or relative area. Of course, there's going to be improvement. Even in meditation practice, awareness practice, Zazen, Shikantaza, Shinei um, uh, Lakdung, there's going to be some kind of a change which, sometimes the self-centered mind will look at as improvement. So yes, that's going to happen. Just observe. When that shows up, just observe. When it goes away, don't chase it. Don't chase, don't do anything with it other than receive it. It's very difficult to do this, especially if your life, if your job, if your mate, if your, your health is uh, all screwed up and going this way and that way, it's gonna be hard to work with that. <clears throat> I would say, anything like me, (laughs) you won't be able to resist the idea of improvement. You'll always be looking at, am I getting better? Am I getting less this, more that? So you can't avoid that situation. So what the talk title is about and what this talk, the intention of this talk is to get you to hold your horses a little bit, pull back a little bit, and just observe what what moves. Because if your intention is about improving, you will succeed. You will have a relative success. What does relative success uh, uh, imply? Relative failure. They're, they're not, you can't, you can't separate them. They get their meaning from each other. And depending on the causes and conditions that are untraceable, you're at the mercy of your, what's the common word that we use in, in the various traditions um, is uh, karma. Cause and effect. You can't meditate away the shape of your nostrils. You can't meditate them into a nicer oval. Even though it's just space, you can't change it. The oval I meant. So is the oval space or is the shape of the nostril that space? Or is that something that you know what is the cow pasture the pasture or is it the fence around the pasture? Get back to me on that. And so when I say don't improve, what happens there is if you understand this and if you what, take it to heart or say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work with that a little bit. And the way we work with that is not to clamp down on it or stop it or stop that kind of activity happening in the mind, but it is about being aware of that activity. Your awareness about that activity will, depending on the person, depending on the karma, depending on the causes and conditions that is, arise as your particular, shall we say, neurosis, or lack is happening, lack of understanding, your objection to things you hate, you're you're grasping at things you love, and you're ignoring the things that you think are none of your business, or are just not important. Or perhaps something that really is important, but it's so intense and threatening that you just want to shut it out. So there's, we all know there's all kinds of ways to do that. Drugs, hobbies, not wrong, it's just Sometimes we have a hobby so we can stop looking at the things that are uh, showing up as our experience of who we are deeply, who we are deeply. Not the surface personality. That changes, that comes and goes. That improves or not. So the idea here is not to get you to stop it altogether. It's just like when I say don't add, I know you can't help it. I can't stop. Adding to this, something happens, I add to it. I watch my thoughts add on to something, come to a conclusion about something, but not necessarily believe it. Believe it, Belief in something is like a second opinion. The first thing arises, and then you just have a second idea, a second take. As my teacher, the Vidyatara, the Dorje Dradal of Mukpo, used to say, first thought, best thought. And he didn't even mean thought because the first thing is not actually a thought. It's just the shape of perception, not thought. Look closely at what thought is, and you'll see that it's not what you thought of, Chris. I think somebody's already stole that idea somewhere. Some Zen master somewhere has already come up with that, so I'd have to give him credit. So I give you credit. Oh. <coughs> So it's an interesting idea uh, to bring to, especially to the cushion, to the to the wall, to your awareness practice of don't improve. If you could just maybe even start out with that, just don't improve because something about that magnetizes us into some kind of a plan or agenda about this situation. You want a plan or an agenda? I'll give you one. Just observe. Sit down, hold everything as still as you can, and watch what continues to move. That may be the breath. You may be watching the breath for days, weeks. I don't mind. The only thing I would say is don't fasten onto it as the way to do it. When if I were teaching uh, thousands of people, which I'm not, uh, I I might teach in a different way. But I'm teaching to just a few people. I don't have a lot of charisma. Therefore, I don't have hundreds of people listening to me. I prefer it that way.
1: Of course, I don't have any preferences. It would be a, just teachers and teachers, but preferences. Or do
0: I? So, it's a suggestion. We all have awareness. If you're here, you probably have some kind of a meditation practice, awareness practice. The the suggestion is just sit down and keep it very simple. Be a minimalist, as they say in the art world. Be a minimalist. Just minimalize everything. Just uh, uh, the other uh, image I've been using is, uh, um, is uh, an elimination. Eliminate everything that you can without being um, too aggressive about it. Just very simply, just taper everything down to what we call it meditation. You could call it awareness practice. Sit down, hold still, and watch the movement because the movement might not happen the first day, first week, first year, first decade. I don't know. But some kind of insistence or persistence or intention about seeing what is fundamentally true yourself. I cannot hand you Buddhahood or enlightenment. No one can, even though sometimes in some traditions it's talked about a pointing out instruction or, or a mind transmission, mind to mind. Maybe. I would rather say it this way. You need to do it. The only thing I can really do is encourage you to keep going and especially encourage you when it seems to be Going the other way around, getting worse, getting more difficult, getting more challenging, getting more, I would say, just keep going. Don't add, don't subtract, don't divide, no math at all, no passion, aggression, and ignorance. So I give lots of talks, as you know, always feels like I'm giving the same talk over and over
1: again. So I think you said that if uh, the don't improve in regards to our meditation practice, we can't help but look at how we've improved? Yes. Is there a particular way that would be beneficial to, from a relative standpoint to look at improvement?
0: Yeah, block set more. That's improving. Sit more. Usually when I ask somebody how much you sit, quite often people say, not enough, rather than saying, "Um, I'm only sitting 10 hours a day right now. (laughs) So and it's different for each person. Some people sitting an hour a day is a lot of sitting for them. Other people sitting two or three hours a day might need to do more than that. So it varies with each person. You'll know. You'll know more.
1: Well, is there something then, again, the temptation is to, mm-hmm. all right, well, I start oh, okay. doing that.
0: Less is better. If you notice that in your sitting practice, not much is happening. Not particularly entertained. You're not particularly bored. Just, pre- just if anything, just you're just present. You're just looking at things that are coming and going. Cloud- thoughts become more like clouds or fish or something that. Excuse me, something that none of your business really, but kind of interesting. But you're not really magnetized. You don't really go anywhere else other than whatever's there, whatever's happening in your mind. And even though it, may, it might ramp up and get intense, you might get into a memory. You know, the, the 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 desire to have something be different tends to back off. But it can't be, you can't turn it into a credential because then you actually, you interfere with the actual movement, if there is such a thing, or tra- trajectory of the awareness, which is endeavoring to bleed through the thought patterns and concepts and ideas and opinions and structures and hope and fear into the open space of uh the uh wisdom, Buddha nature, the open open dimension, just more relativity, more relative words trying to point at something that's uh, Im- impossible to point at.
1: Other questions? I, Thank you. I think earlier you said that... Happy birthday f- to you. I didn't get the same to you. Um, I think you said that the first thought is not necessarily a thought, but the shape of perception. How is that not a thought? It
0: probably is.
1: What were you pointing at, saying that it's the shape of perception rather than
0: just just a, another way of saying it, that the immediacy of it might just have more of a shape rather than the quality of a of a daisy chain. In other words, this might just be that. If you saw one link in a chain, you wouldn't necessarily know it was a chain. But if you see three of them in a row, we start to come to conclusions about things and we come to exclusions about things and we go this way and that way. Just using that as a metaphor. It's just that. First thought, best thought is closer to the other word that is sometimes used is just this moment. Moment doesn't have any dimension to it. A second has a dimension as a, as a, Distance. Half a second is half a second. Half a moment. Although, if you're in a, you know, a hardware store and somebody uh, try to buy something, they say, "Give me half a moment." They might say that. Then Probably, I'll be stuck with that while they go and check with another customer or something. So those those kind of ideas are used, but, but a moment doesn't really have any dimension. Can there be
2: thoughts without conclusions?
0: Sure. If there can be thoughts without conclusions, if there's no concluder and there's no thinker. It's the identity that backs away from the thought and takes credit or takes the blame or 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 ignores. So it's the, it's the polarity that happens. Thoughts are fine. Thoughts are going to come and go. Sounds are fine. Thoughts are fine. The images and that we receive or find. It's just that when we receive something, instead of just receiving it and it's just just it's just that, we add on to it, it's ours or it's theirs or it should be or it shouldn't be. We take exception to everything that occurs. Excuse me. Can the shape of perception have qualities like difficulty? Is that addition? Could have. Uh, there could be something else with it, but it wouldn't necessarily be show up as a concept might just feel that something like uh, uh, something in the area of uh, sometimes when we have really negative and this isn't exactly what you're talking about there but I'll use it as an example like for instance mm-hmm. when someone when you wake up in the morning and you feel just really down or what's a common word is depressed uh, instead of just being with a feeling of that we add the word depression the word about something tends to Ha- cause it to back off and feel like at least we know what it is. At least we have some say so about it. We have a kind of a, of a floating feeling of being kind of okay instead of actually just letting it be, uh, not even letting. It's just not interfering with it. It's just a willingness to just be on the spot with what, whatever happens. Difficult to point that out without saying something like on the spot. Trunk Burn, but you used to use that image quite a bit.
2: Hi, on can we um, be with that depression without owning it in a genuine way?
0: Yeah, if it's just the texture of it. The the issue with that is that the ego mind, the self-centered mind, if you're having really, really negative, gnarly emotions, emotional uh, balls of whatever they are coming up and coming after you, you know, it's very difficult to not call it something, name it something. Well, it's because of this. Or you actually abandon that when you when you try to find the cause. It's not that there isn't a relative cause. There could be. But usually that will show up right away. And if it doesn't, then we tend to search for it using words like, uh, why am I depressed? Or, and that's a way of abandoning it. And it is a way of somewhat conceptually covering over the
1: difficult texture of that.
0: Whereas the approach that someone who has been training their awareness may be more than likely to do would be to see that that substance and and to that texture and to go down into it because we want the truth. We don't want substitutes like the word depression. We don't want substitutes like the word addiction. We don't want substitutes like confusion or delusion. We don't want substitutes. We want to know what that is. Or we don't. If you don't, then don't do it. Find something else to do find a, a teacher who can point that out more directly than I can.
2: I In that moment when uh, you're going into that depression to feel the texture of it, are you abandoning other, is your awareness present, or is it abandoning everything else that's going on?
0: You can't help but ignore. Just being aware of, uh, of ignorance that begins to occur. Anytime you focus on anything, if I look at myself here on this, uh, screen, the image of myself, I ignore everyone. So it's, it's about being, uh, being aware of that. So when you go down into that texture, yes, you're, you might, uh, you might, someone next to you might be saying, Hey, 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 hear me? You might not hear them. So it's not about, uh, creating some kind of special state called awareness. The state part of it, excuse me. The state, the state part of it is part of the issue of the sidetrack of the way that that kind of sneaky thing that the seventh consciousness, as is talked about in Yogacara tradition, that particular area that is paranoid and fearful, that thinks it needs to protect an imaginary self. So it can be sucked into that kind of a labyrinth. And sometimes you can be in there for years, months, lifetimes. More?
2: Is the idea to just have confidence that our awareness will rise if we are just stay with what is?
0: Well, if you're saying, I mean, if you're seeing the texture of it, then awareness doesn't have to do anything, there's no... Uh, awareness is always the case. Awareness is always the case. So awareness doesn't have to rise. What arises is, is the cloud of, self, of self-centeredness, of ego, of obstruction, of delusion, that arises and one more and seeing that seeing that is uh, buddha nature buddha nature uh, awareness doesn't see anything else but delusion unless it sees delusion and then it sees uh, buddha nature it sees itself it's not suffered from it and it sounds like a total ridiculous kind of puzzle but this oh. is hmm, go ahead
2: How do we get out of that, what you just said, in our head
0: and just be it? Yeah, you can't do that because you're already, when you're in your head, you're not separate from it. Separated, but you're not, if you try to get to something else, this is the second noble truth of the Buddha, wanting things to be different than they are. If you're having difficulty and you want something else, the very nature of the Four Noble truths is wanting, that's why it's so difficult because it's so simple. And the, the mind, the, the whole structure of, uh, the, according to Yogacara, the eight consciousnesses, the vijñana, the, the Klesha mind, and the, the six consciousness and the other five sense consciousnesses, that, that construct, along with everything else, all of the other formulaic uh, um, indications about the nature of consciousness, and the nature of karma, and the nature of the the six realms and the three realms and so on just makes it you can't figure it out. But figuring it out is just a, an endless circularity. You might as well be at a carnival. So everything goes around, but you can see what's right in front of you because because that is what's being pointed at. Someone who sees this don't, doesn't have any more questions. I'm not saying they don't ask what time is dinner. Not going to be ridiculous about it. They're going to ask that, but they're, but they don't have any no matter what happens to them from then on, whether it's whether they suddenly fall ill and end up on their deathbed, and they're gonna be dead in three weeks, they're no longer confused about who they are and what this is. And and to put it into words is very, very difficult. Human beings down through the centuries, in every tradition, the indigenous tradition, Chief Joseph of the Nez Perse, Song Kappa, Dogen Zenji, And all the various lineage holders back and people who are completely unknown, find out more. Yoga.
1: I was wondering if the shape of perception is perception only. Yes. Is um, can perception only? uh, Can that be with a thought?
0: Can be. It could be.
1: Um, so Thought weird. is not a problem.
0: It's if uh, you want to put one problem.
1: I want a problem.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm good with that.
1: I, I just want to improve. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. That'll be my next talk. <laughs> I just want to improve. So uh, It's, it's to, to return to the conceptual. It's about it's without, it's seeing that the thinker, that there is no actual thinker of the thought. No one produces that. As long as there's some kind of grasping at someone, then there's going to be production of, of, uh, of danger and safety. There's going to be some kind of production of some kind of shifting orient. Uh, that's why it's necessary to have a teacher. It can't be just any old teacher. And don't misunderstand. I'm not lobbying for anything. I don't, I don't, it could be be somebody uh, you haven't even met yet.
1: Can you see that you're not producing a thought, that you're not a producer? I
0: think that that begins to start up. But if you get a credential out of it, it it comes right around and bites you right on the elbow. William. Is
1: there anything beyond awareness?
0: Uh, awareness is just a concept, so there's always something beyond
1: that's
0: just it's just ordinary science fiction <laughs> so you know it's like I, I'm not not trying to make light of what you're asking. I'm saying there's always some kind of a beyond conceptual it's a concept so the the beyond idea works conceptually you know you know outside that's that's why we're so trapped our egos are so trapped in this incredible illusion that we're in. That's why the Tibetans use the metaphor of the dream. The dream is the sample dream. You know, it's not real. You wake up and say, well, that's not real. That is totally made up. Happened in my head or in the Dharmakaya or someplace. But this is the real dream. So it's quite a nice, this is the one that you need to awaken from. You're going to awaken from the dream you have at night, every morning, hopefully. Or maybe not hopefully. But this is this is actually unreal from the point of view of, fundamental reality, which is in our lineage, we call that uh, dharmakaya or dharmata. Any other Sanskrit word you want to come up with? goes on.
1: How does meditation help us wake out from the real dream?
0: Just look at what you think is real over and over and over again. Repetition, repetition. Keep returning to that, returning to that. You'll find that if you keep returning to the same thing over and over, it's never the same thing. It takes a while. it looks like the same old wall with with uh, cottage cheese texture. but it's never the same. It's always different. It's always something else. it's always something else. Just continue to do that and then at some point or well, maybe not as uh, as uh, Nagarjuna says in praise of Dharmadatu, you may awaken you may not.
1: I think that's just a hilarious bloody day.
0: I mean, that's the way that someone 2,000 years ago made nobody any promises. That's how you know that that's a, a Satguru. Don't make anybody any promises. He taught the truth and he didn't promise anything. Left it lay on your doorstep as like a newspaper. There's the news. You left. Everybody's a paper boy. Mm-hmm. This gentleman back here in the back, Brian? No. I am
1: curious, is there, when it comes to just awareness, is that just seeing the vice funded, or is there more? Or
0: less than that. I think I think it beginning it begins with that looking at the structure of ego, and you can use that as a structure, form, feeling, perception, concept, and consciousness. But that, that only only takes the situation so far. Seems to be necessary to just watch the nature of production, watch the nature that the mind keeps coming up with stuff, and everyone does it a little bit differently. Sometimes it's really entertaining. Sometimes it's boring. Sometimes it's Boring. <laughs> Boredom right. is a is a sign that you're slowly weaning yourself away from entertainment.
1: Right.
0: Rather rather than some forms of meditation, you feel better and better and more peaceful and more alive and more wonderful and more just don't fight with anything anymore. No, not a particularly good position to be in. Oh, other question. How um, Why did
2: Nargujana, Nargujana say? No, no, what? <laughs> that guy say? <laughs> <God,
0: laughs> you might
2: not get in. Like, why did
0: he say that? He said you may and you may not, because because it's just true. You may he he. Uh, I can't remember. Can anybody remember the first two lines of that Praise of Dharma I always remember the last two because I you know it like a joke. I can always remember the punchline. I can't remember the joke, or I can remember the joke, but I can't remember the punchline. So it's like handicap, humor handicap. The idea there is he was, he was presenting, and I, I can't, uh, don't have the quote exactly, but he was presenting the nature of, of, uh, ultimate truth. He was pointing that out in, in praise of Dharmadhatu. And, and then after he said that, these, you may awaken, you may not. So he was just, just being genuine. It just, it was a, just a way of talking about it. And, and that's uh, true. You may, and you may not. But you will, uh, You will awaken if you just don't give up, Uh, It's not a guarantee. It's just that it's inevitable. It's just the nature of of, uh, relative truth that if it becomes completely relative, it's like it said in another tradition, the the fool who persists eventually becomes wise. Don't give up, stay with it, stay with it, Sit, 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 whatever's coming, receive, receive, receive over and over again. Don't adjust, don't improve. Well, unless you're Goka, you can improve a little bit. <laughs> Michael?
1: What is awakening when there's no attainment and no non-attainment, according to the Hatsutra?
0: Yeah, it's awakening. Nothing. There's nothing to attain, and nothing that wasn't attained. So it's it's a way that, though, even though that's translated out of the, the Prajnaparamita literature, which is in Sanskrit, so it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, Red Pine did a really good job of bringing that into uh, English English language. So no attainment, no non-attainment. Diamond Sutra does the same thing only using different combinations of words. Or be more specific.
1: So is that a way of just approaching the same situation from two different angles? It's
0: actually the same. There aren't, there aren't any angles there. They're separate. Separated, because they're this statement and that statement. But there, there is, it says in Sandokai, the equality of sameness and difference until one begins to understand that we continue to go to war with ourselves we to continue to go to peace with ourselves not two different things war and peace
1: you
0: don't you don't have to create peace peace is just stop screwing it up peace is always here it's always the case peace, war is just uh, peace with a lot of explosions in the middle of it. Because people want their way, called insanity. Yes,
1: you. So, this improving mess up peace?
0: No, but, but the idea here, what I'm simple idea, what I'm saying is by not that you won't approve, but and you can notice that. But don't add it up, don't keep score, or don't encourage that necessarily. But just notice that sometimes things get better, sometimes they get worse. But it's the same awareness. It's the same sky. Clouds come and clouds go. Doesn't do anything in the sky. Clouds don't leave a mark on the sky as a conventional image. But no, it doesn't doesn't do anything with it.
1: So if they kind say of, that the effort is not creating the improvement, the improvement is going to
0: happen regardless of effort or not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> you Want to ask more?
1: Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Go ahead, Brian. Would you say improving or getting worse would be more conducive
0: to weight? The same. It, it, it's just—it's just—it's uh, just relative truth coming and going. And when one who is working on strengthening their awareness—in other words, I, the image I use—is sharpening the blade, facing it all not much is going to happen. If it does, you know, so what? But what does happen is by this post-meditation is strengthening that, sharpening that blade so you can see clearly what those are without adding your judgment or your opinion, your idea. So it's almost like you see two different things, but you're not sure which is which. It's like transcendental. What is it? Dyspepsia? No, that's not it. Dis, dislocation. What is that called? Dithrambia. Nobody's going to help. (laughs) <laughs> Dysentery. Who said that? Dyslexia. <laughs> Dyslexia, yeah, thank you. I knew it had something to do with dyslex. So what would happen is one would would see those those variables coming and going and, and they would they would kind of get bleached out by the awareness. So that we wouldn't be too sure. This was so frightening the ego, because it starts to get confused about sacred and profane. It doesn't want to get caught up in profane. Maybe it does. But then what it'll do is go the other way and just reject the good. Sometimes called, uh, um, what's that called? Disambiguation? Oh, that's what, that's what Wikipedia does. Hmm. I know what it is. I just forgot. are your questions? What keeps us going if
1: not the hope of improvement?
0: Well, it might be awareness that you have this kind of hope of improvement. So the, it's always about awareness. It's not about you don't have to get rid of what I've just said. Don't improve. You don't have to get rid of the desire, the wish to improve. Just just keep it in your sights. Keep it in your in the whole uh, parallelogram we call this world. Just keep it in that situation so you can see it, and that way it will find its own uh, balance, its own equilibrium, its own. Its own space, so and it, and, it, and it will that area tends to with with awareness. It's like the sky, with uh, with a lot of space. That whole area of that that is tangled up in some kind of uh, judgment or warfare it tends to reduce of its own. Uh, sometimes when this happens, when this totally collapses, and one just finds oneself, one's consciousness in the midst of reality with no polarity anymore at all. Sometimes this is called grace, because we feel like. I didn't even do anything to earn this. I don't deserve this. What did I do? All I did was fight with my mind for the last hundred years. I don't have anything coming. And then all of a sudden you find out that you don't have any questions. You don't have any answers. More questions. I get all kinds of (laughs) answers. I have one answer for the next question. (laughs) Hold on.
1: You said awareness is a concept.
0: The word awareness is a concept.
1: So, using that, yes, um, can awareness of what appears and awareness of ignorance be simultaneous?
0: Yeah, they are. Yeah, well said. Was that a question?
1: Well, I started it with Ken. Ken. So Ken? yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> you <know what>?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you want to paraphrase that or you want to just to, uh, leave it at that? State
1: question. Go ahead. Given, given that awareness is a concept, can awareness of what appears and awareness of ignorance be simultaneous?
0: Probably. If I'm understanding a way in which you're asking, then it probably can be. How does it look to you? That might be closer. Yeah, scratch what I said and go with what you just said. What did, I, what did you just say? I don't
1: know. Good.
0: good enough. Further questions? Is it time to stop? Have
1: another question? No? Very good, thank you.